Money. We're here to talk about money today. Money. How we talk about it, how we save it. Money. How we spend it. Money. And how we don't fight about it. So tune in to hear what we do. Money. This is the Randos Right series. And I'm Randy. The purpose of this series is not to give you advice on what your relationship should look like or how to have the perfect marriage because we don't have one. We don't? (laughs) No. (laughs) No one really does. We're here to talk about the stuff that people don't talk about enough. The things that happen inside a marriage with careers and kids. We're doing this crazy life together the best we can. We'll share our wins and losses, and maybe you can take something away from it. Most likely, what not to do. But at the very least, the comfort in knowing we're all going through the same stuff. Life isn't a Hallmark movie. I love Hallmark movies. (laughs) I know. But it's really like Die Hard. It's not roses and romance all the time. It's messy, and we're here to tell it like it is. All right. It's a rando's right. All right. I made it back. Finally. here. Hey, babe. Thanks for inviting me. It's, it's been a long it's time. It's your show. I didn't have to invite you. Randall's right. It's been a while. It's been a while. We're saving Go up ahead. this like good info for today. Yes. You great know? show. Anticipation. I'm ready. Are you? We're talking about money, honey. Money. Money, money, money. Gotta have money. 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 <laughs> We're talking about money. Uh, actually, we had a lot of requests to talk about money. And from women a lot, too, because of the dynamic of our relationship mm-hmm. and that uh, I'm the breadwinner. I win us the bread. I don't I, really understand I, that saying. Like, what are you winning? Like, just bre- bacon. I make the bacon, bacon. And I'm completely fine with that. I'm, I'm okay with that. We're going to talk about it. We're going to dig in. We're going to unravel your feelings. Let's do it. Unravel <laughs> that bill. Well, we are, like, in a pretty good place financially right now. Do you mm-hmm. feel like that? Absolutely. Yeah, I feel really good. Uh, hasn't always been that way. No, it started out pretty rough. Well, no, it just started like everybody starts out. You're young and broke. Yeah. Yeah. You got to make your way in life. Yep. But um, we used to fight quite a bit about money. I, I remember when we used to have all the folders, the colored folders, when we lived in that apartment. And yeah. every folder had a name, you know, rent, gas, food, entertainment. Closed. That's totally Sarah. And <laughs> that's totally it was, Sarah. Too. It was so, so organized out, and Sarah bartended at the time, and so yeah. cash was. We a, had a lot of cash. Had a lot of cash. So every night she'd get home and put twenty, twenty, twenty hundred, or whatever the case was, and, mm-hmm. and uh, it, you know, bank account was small, but the cash flow was. We're yeah. just organized because you have to be when you have a small budget. You have to be really organized about it. And back then, though, I thought we did something unique talking to other people and how they do their finances when they're not married. Mm -hmm. So when we weren't married, we lived together. So we still had like household responsibilities and we split our money dependent on the percentage of our income. So rather like there were times that I made more when we when we were early dating and living together because you were like in your apprenticeship for your career Mm -hmm. and I was a bartender. And so. We spent rather than being like, oh, we each pay half the rent. We sp- figured out what percentage we owed based on the income we brought into the house. Right. So mm-hmm. that we both had money to spend because we had like a, you know, $50 a week was mm-hmm. our spending budget back then. And we probably used more of your money on a day to day basis because it was just yeah. flo- flowed in that way. And we did, and- but we had like a set aside. So we were both saving. Yep. And we both had our own spending, but you didn't have to like pay half the rent when I made more money. It just didn't seem right. Yeah, there was one. There was one thing we always did right is always sa- try to save money. No matter always how save. Much we made. Yeah, we always. Save. That's that's an important lesson. 
For sure. Well, that's what the envelopes were for. Yes. <laughs> and there was an envelope there for savings. Savings yep. and giving, all the things. Um, but I just think it's a, it's back then we were like building a life together. And so we were planning that way, even though we mm-hmm. weren't married yet. Then we got married and uh, I quit my job and you made way more money because I was like, for, for like four, about four years, you made, you were yeah, definitely the breadwinner. Yeah. We had, we got married, we bought a house, we had a baby. Had Mm-hmm. You don't. I don't think you worked for almost six months or so. No, I worked, but it was like really. It was a part time. Yeah, I was working, just doing like part time stuff. Um, but yeah, trying to figure out what I wanted mm-hmm. to do. Right, just bought a house, and yeah, it was. It, it was, was a lot. It was stressful at times. We it? were. I feel like we were really stressed about money. Yeah, because we've always had these big dreams of what we wanted, and they felt so out of reach then. But they really weren't. We were just you know, the beginning stages of our careers. Mm-hmm. And then, and back then, I think that was, you know, stressful for you, right? Because, I mean. It, it made work not fun. I mean, I was working a lot of overtime to just to have the money and. To have a lifestyle. I mean, money. we had a good life. We still yeah. vacationed. We still and, owned a boat. We still had yeah. a nice house. We still. We did good vacations. stuff. It was just on a smaller scale than it is now. Yeah. And it was tighter and a little bit more stressful, like being gone every weekend like we are now. Then we were camping in a tent. And uh, filling our boat up with gas all the time w- was a struggle. Yeah, oh it was. Yeah, str- we had a plan for the gas just yep. to go away all the time. Yep. Um, but hundred bucks a weekend in gas was it's a lot. Seemed, seemed, yeah, seemed like a it's lot. like a lot of money. It still is a lot of money. Um, but you're a you know we should say because you're a commercial plumber. Yep. So you work at hourly rate. Yep. And back then, because you know we needed your income, you don't get paid time off. So I Zero, feel like yeah. you worked so much. You never took sick time because. It was like stressful for us. When mm-hmm. we went on vacation, we had to plan not just for the cost of our vacation, but like reimbursing oh, us yeah. for you being out of work yep. for a week. Yeah, I was. It was stressful. Yeah, I take as much overtime as I could when you we had so to. Worked so hard. You worked so hard, honey. I know. Trying to not work hard anymore. I know. I can tell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Letting my hair down, sort of. You re- you literally are. He's yeah. not cutting his hair, and I'm digging it right now. Hopefully, not... his boss isn't listening to this podcast. Oh, they don't care about yeah. hair. No, they don't care about hair. I met him not working very hard. Oh. oh. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, he knows. Work smarter, not harder. There yeah. you go. boy. That's, that's, that's yeah. You mean taking more time off. I mean, you work hard when you're at work, but like you just are, we can afford for you to take time off and I, do I more things. I cherish time off. I feel yeah. like we work hard to, to earn our right to take time off, mm-hmm. and uh, that's something that I cherish deeply. Yeah, spend deeply. that time with yeah. our kiddos. So, but then after about four years, I started, I matched your income mm-hmm. for like a year or so. So we were like dual, we're partners, mm-hmm. we still are partners. And then I p- surpassed you and it's like a lot. It was tough you. for me. Uh, it the was? First year or two, to be honest. Okay. Yeah. Be honest. You know, because I, I'm still working my hours at work and, uh-huh. and, uh, you know, I come home, all I want to see is you and the kids and no, I'm sorry. I have to work late. Yeah. Uh, Obviously, you're trying to build a business, and mm-hmm. I supported you the best I I can, and still do. But it, it was hard, you know, being at home with young kids. And but I saw the greater picture. Yeah, what I we think we have now from that. It was a small sacrifice at the time to have what we have now. Yeah, you did struggle a little bit with being home with the kids, but that's also it. Wouldn't have mattered if I was building a career or working a regular job, just clocking and clocking out because you got home earlier. Mm-hmm. Remember all the Sundays you used to work. Oh, I did used to work on the weekends. Oh, that drove me nuts. Uh, Well, it drove me nuts, too. I hated it. But in the long, you know, now Peyton was a baby, so now eight or nine years later, Mm -hmm. look 
you know, it's all paid off. It's it, the sacrifice is worth it. You know? Yeah, it took a lot of a lot of talks, a lot of communication for us to get on the same page where we were like, you're we're really building like my dream of a career because mm-hmm. your job is I mean, you are already excelled so much at your job. There's only a small amount higher that you can go yeah, in I'm, your current career. Uh, yeah. Right. Yep. And so it was kind of like we had to have those conversations and it was years of working through it because there's a oh, yeah. dynamic with having really young babies mm-hmm. and you being equipped to be home with three little kids and do all the homework and all the things and I'm working. But then we're like, okay, well, this is the life we want. And so we have to commit that we're all on board for this plan. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think we always knew that uh, the job you chose, your income, uh, there is no cap on it. So yeah, you can make or make as much or as little as you as hard you as want. you're willing to and work. That's, yeah. a, that's a hard one to overcome because you got to give that time up mm-hmm. in the moment, you know. But five years later, I mean, it's it's you're working late. It's so easy, you know. But I don't work late that much. More actually, when you more when so. you need to, when yeah. you have to, when I, I mean, have it's, to, it's it's a lot easier to accept now. It is. Well, we have a, we took a, it's a lot of communication, but now how do you feel like, cause I feel like at the time, you know, there was different arguments more about like, when are you going to be home? Um, and we still have that conversation, but when are you going to be home? Uh, mostly it's cause I'd say I'd be home about an hour and a half before I was actually really going to be home. So I've been working on that. I know not to believe you when you're going to be <laughs> you home. You just track me. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You're I, like, I, I'm like, call you. I'm like, I okay, well, own. I'm going to be home in like 10 minutes. You're like, yeah, I know. I can see you're, you're, yeah. you're in Fairland. You're still in Renton. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was hard on Technology us. Technology has helped our relationship. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I know the uh, truth. But now, but then when I started making more money, we, I feel like this weight was lifted off of you. Because oh, I think time. you felt like this burden of having to support our family and all our dreams. And it was a heavy load. And you didn't really deal with stress. I mean, you've gotten a lot better dealing with mm-hmm. stress, but you have a hard time with stress. And I think it was like weighing on you. Oh, big time. Yeah. When when I could actually take a vacation and not feel financially stressed out about it, uh-huh. it like that was like 10 vacations all in one, you know, like 10 times the amount of fun of and, and pleasure. relaxing. Yeah. And uh, definitely makes life easier for sure, without a doubt. Yeah. Um, so as far as us arguing on financial stuff, it's very limited. I mean, it's... Well, now no. we have a conversation. Yeah, like this morning, we need what? to buy a new vehicle. Oh, that's you. Okay, you want to buy new things all the time, and you're like, but you, I know you now, and you're like, okay, Sarah, we're, you know, I was thinking, and then you research the crap out of it, and then you lose interest, and then we don't buy it. So we're, it's fine. I just let you research okay. and show me all the things. You text me all the things all the time. Houses, cars, things. Well, like right now, like I'm, I'm nursing <laughs> along an old truck, and I just don't want to get rid of it. Right, but we do but, have a conversation about the big things. That's kind of how it works now. For our finances, I mean, we're in a very affluent situation now. And so we have the luxury of being able to sort of just, we have a family budget. We know in our minds what our budget is. But really from the beginning of our relationship, I've done the spending. Like I've bought all the household things, all the kids things, mainly your clothes. 90, Although you probably, got shoes Probably the 90% other day. of the spending of the past Because I years. buy for everyone. <laughs> we like saying all the money. Let's and, just make it clear. You're uh-huh. the spender. I'm the saver. Let's not make that clear because I actually am the saver. I'm a saver. Your spending isn't daily. Your spending is like, bit, hey, Sarah, I'm going to go spend, you know, thousands of dollars on boat speakers. And I say, uh-huh, okay, do we need that? We have a conversation. How many dresses did you buy for one party? They're go- I'm returning them, Randy. Okay. I don't have time to go to the mall. I believe you. <laughs> I am returning them. Here's the thing. You can do whatever you want. I know. Just as long as you keep making the bread. No, that's not what. Making the bread. No, 
No, it is making the making the bread. It's so weird. Bread winner winning make, the bread. Making the coin. No. Making the money. Making the bacon. Making the bacon. Okay. I make good bacon. You do make good bacon. Like real bacon. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the perfect amount of limpness. limpness. Yeah, you can't have it too. No. Too crunchy. Uh, yeah, no. You lose all the delicious fat flavor. Anywho. Okay, so anyways. So <laughs> how we run our money now in our family, though, is we have a P&L, and I just run a, like a balance sheet just like I run my business for a household. We have a budget in mind. We know when we're kind of getting off track, and so we just sort of look at each other and like, let's rein it in. Yep. And then we rein it in. But we don't really have – we don't fight about it. Um, if I'm going to go, you know, to Target and get clothes or for the kids or, you know, buy 15 dresses that I'm going to return 14 of, I don't have to run that stuff by you mm. because – It's not an issue. It's not an issue. We trust each other in our spending room. We're respectful of our budget and our plan mm-hmm. because the one thing that we are completely on page about is – what like our goals for finances saving future we are we are so ambitious and not everyone every couple is so different and your relationship with money which we're going to talk more about is so different every person's is but as a family we are completely in sync on what we want to grow our wealth to be and Mm -hmm. i'm not talking about being rich i'm talking about wealth because and not everyone's that way some people are just completely fine saving for their 401k and and or retirement and just living perfectly within their means and they're great they feel comfortable and that's fantastic for us we're really really ambitious and it's not like that you're more happy either way it's just how we are Mm -hmm. and so um yeah so we're completely on page about our goals we talk about them all the time and so the only thing probably a once a week like yeah. Sit down. Hey, this is where we're at. This is where we want to be in yeah. five years, 10 years, 20 years. Constantly talking about it. It is something it. that we're always striving to uh, improve on as well. I mean, yeah, we're we working w- we really want, toward. We want more. We Yeah. Well, right. Yeah. We want more goals. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and but as far as like the daily, we don't talk about money daily. We don't even we, t- we pay our bills once a month. We run a P&L for our family mm-hmm. and um, it is right there. Clear as day of like exactly where we stand as far as wealth goes, mm-hmm. like what our what our net is, where we are financially. So we never are wondering, but we don't have to have that conversation. And I pretty much ran the finances for our family. There have been times when you were more in the dark. And I think that that's like when we were struggling more mm-hmm. and I didn't want to tell you because you would just freak out. Mm-hmm. So I, I bore that burden and that was really hard for me. You were making more money, but I was bearing the burden of like where we were financially. Mm-hmm. And those were hard times. So I think being really upfront about what we're trying to work towards and being on the same page about it has helped us a lot. Oh, for sure. And watching finances grow, it's really interesting to me. I mean, once you start yeah. seeing it and build and build and build and like, holy crap, this happened in three years. It's crazy. And you get to kind of get a, for it's me, I, I get it. Yeah, I get excited over it and it makes me, you know, want to not go out and spend frivolously. And Right. Which is a lesson that. to people who are just like starting out and you feel like you're, you know, so far from where you want to be. It builds so fast. Mm-hmm. And time goes by so fast. So in a blink of an eye, all of a sudden you're like, oh, wow, feeling pretty good financially mm-hmm. now. It's like kids I work with, like, you know, apprentices. Oh, yeah. Coming in into the trade. Oh, you know, save your money. You know, I can't mm-hmm. afford to. But you can afford to buy four rock stars at the gas station. And <laughs> and, go and those out, will kill you. go out, you know, whatever they're doing on the weekends. You're like, no, just stay home or don't do that. And, yeah, you can save 20 bucks a week, even if it's 20 bucks a week. And that's how we started. Oh yeah. yeah, it's a choice. I mean, it was ten bucks, then it was twenty bucks, then it was fifty bucks. 
That was our personal spending. Right. So, like, if Randy wa- didn't want to pack his lunches, that's what he spent his money on pretty much all the time. Mm-hmm. And I spent mine on shoes. Yeah. <laughs> Did you leave little notes for him in his lunches? Yes, I Good packed his lunch you. all the time, but it'll be like one bite out of out of sandwich. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay, you know when you first Sorry, make a sandwich? <laughs> oh my god, it's like when it's the the mayonnaise is cold and the it's all put together. It's like I just I gotta test it. Just make two. Just make two. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I still I still do that. Like for thinking, but luckily we have kids now, so you get a full sandwich. It's and like your calling like, card. Yeah. Like on all the kids' yeah. sandwiches, yeah. a bite out of it. One hundred percent. I just did that last night. They're like the whole bite's gone. They're yeah. like, Mom. Where's my sandwich? It's like I had to test it, make sure the mail wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of your people's relationship with money is also like how they were raised. Oh, yeah, for sure. Right. And your family of origin and where you came mm-hmm. from. And, you know, because how you were raised is really dependent on like how your parents were raised mm-hmm. and their parents' relationship with money. And uh, in my house, no one ever talked about money. What about you? Yeah, completely different. I mean, I wasn't I didn't I wasn't raised very privileged. I mean, we had good jobs and, uh, Mm -hmm. but we didn't have much, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, not a lot of vacations, a lot of camping trips, but not like a lot of big spendages uh, on anything. So like when, when we go out and buy something and purchase something for ourselves that we worked hard and saved for, I cherish that. I know know, you do. Like our boat, you know, I love that thing and I'm going to, you know, keep it clean, take care of it. Uh, it's something that I never grew up with as a child owning, owning like nice things like that. Yeah. I Um, know. So yeah, when we get to the point and we buy something for ourselves, I, you know, I it means I a lot to you. It. Yeah, I know. I've noticed that. Or just actually recently, I had like a little epiphany because you're you're you get really worked up about some of our stuff. Not all of the things, but mm-hmm. some of the things. And it's like the boat, or like you know, we have a nice, pretty nice car right now. Mm-hmm. And um, you, those things are super important to you. But to you, those are things that you've never had. And for us, it's like the first. I mean, we had a boat before, but this is a much nicer boat. Yes. And so um, it feels like it's really important to have an emotional attachment to that, to oh, that for item. Sure. For Whereas sure. I'm like, eh, you know, I, I didn't have like the nicest things, but I definitely grew up different than you. Mm-hmm. I, my parents were, I had a more affluent child upbringing. We didn't fly like we fly now and take our kids on vacation. Heck no, we didn't do that. But we did vacation a lot, go places that were really nice. And mm-hmm. we had a boat and lake property. Mm-hmm. So the things that we have now, I had. Right. And so I'm like. I definitely have a different relationship with our. With, with our, our things. Stuff. Yeah. Where I'm like, well, you know, you're always like, Sarah, you scratched the caddy. <laughs> and Which I'm like. you do often. I do not. And I'm like, you know what, Randy? I didn't. He thinks I walked too close to it with my purse. Don't. I don't. Who like swipes their purse against the side of the car? You do. Because you have Maybe like four things. Maybe man bag. Do you have a man bag? Your satchel. Yeah. <laughs> your mantle. Well, you have your purse, you got your backpack, you have your yeah, right. gym clothes, you have yeah. recording stuff, and you know, and you park like a foot away from another vehicle, you're going to scratch the other one. Uh, No. that's That doesn't happen. I park in Timbuktu. Um, I've even taken pictures of my car to prove to Randy where I parked in the parking lot. Anyways, we're getting off. Okay, so that, off so that, so going back, uh-huh. the way I grew up is like, you know, you didn't have the money to repair stuff or get a but big yeah. buff job, and you, I mean, your parents, if they scratched their car, they probably went out and paid to fix it. My dad probably just buffed it for Which, 16 hours because yeah, he'd probably. love to do that. So, you know, <laughs> Never saw him. He was always washing definitely, cars. Definitely not polar opposite bring-ups, but definitely no, a lot different. No, different. Yeah. And that's, that, that goes back to, like, your relationship with money. I feel like, well, it's just a thing. We'll just fix it. But for someone that didn't have a lot of things, it's not just a thing. 
It's I wore, I wore the same pair of cowboy boots for five years. I had to cut the toes out. You're making that up. I, know, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was going with it till you cut the toes. Out. I was yeah. like, too far. I can't believe you. Uh, but also, like, we didn't have a lot of financial literacy in home. Like, mm-hmm. we didn't talk about it. I knew nothing about how much I needed to earn to support myself, what I should be saving, what I should be giving. It Like, no one talked about money. I didn't know anything about money, really, except for that I needed it. I wanted it. I wanted to have a certain lifestyle. Mm-hmm. But I didn't, like, understand how to be a responsible adult with money. Right. Yeah, my, my dad always told me, just get a good job. That's it. It's not enough education uh, It wasn't. Money. Push me into college. It wasn't, you know, which that those times have changed. Yeah, especially for us. Yeah, um, you know, just get a good job. Everything will work itself out. And like my grandpa, I was really close to my grandpa, and uh, he was like, "Put put your money under your mattress." He, <laughs> he was a cash is king kind of person. Yeah, zero investments, but had a, had cash. That was his idea of being successful. See, that's the thing. I think also being in financing, you realize everyone has a different comfort of feeling. Mm-hmm. And so you have to respect what everybody else feels. It's fine. It's just how you feel about money and making sure you're on the same page with your partner about money Mm -hmm. because that, I mean, that is like the biggest thing. And no matter what, we're, we're always a hundred, even though we've struggled with money um, because it was stressful because it was tight and we're trying to do things and um, that's stressful. Right. But we always have had the same end goal in mind. We always knew from the beginning what we wanted, how much we wanted to save. I mean, we have some pretty lofty goals about money. I mean, they're crazy. They seem crazy, but they're now actually really close within reach. I mean, oh, for sure. Yeah. Our goals are big. I mean, we want to pay our house off by the time before we're 41. Mm-hmm. And you should be setting your goals high. I mean, we, right? That's something we're never going to let go is set our goals. No, but high I mean, and... your financial goals. At first, I think people, you have a job and you think, like, oh, this is all I'm going to make. To say, oh, I'm going to be, I'm going to have a million dollars. I'm going to, before I'm 41 years old, people will be like, wow, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. For us, it's not that crazy. And that is our goal. But like um, when we were 24, did we think that was our goal? No, we were just no. like making no. whatever we were making, 18 bucks an hour. Our goal was to save, you know, 200 bucks this month or right. whatever. Go, save for was. a vacation. Yeah. And we're always saving for our retirement, but your goals just grow as you grow. Yep. And the thing that I've realized about money, though, is Back then, it seemed like it was a scarce, a scarcity. Like mm-hmm. you know, we needed it. Now I'm realizing, and I have for years, that it's out there. You can act, you can obtain any amount of money you want if you want to. Whenever we had a hard time with money, if we were really hard struggling, you either went out and got a side job. I picked up second jobs. Like oh yeah, for we sure. always made enough money to do the things we wanted to do. Mm-hmm. We made sure of it. I'd like, go work cash and give up my weekends just to to reach a goal or yeah. We were like, we want to save this amount of money this year. We want to go on a vacation. And Mm -hmm. we were not making a lot in our hourly day jobs. Randy was working cash on the weekends. I got a side bartending job Mm -hmm. like one night a week. Especially when like we were leading up to our our wedding. and Yeah, we were saving for our wedding. Whatever the goal was. Like, yeah, my wedding ring or our house, Mm -hmm. whatever our goal was. We were like. We paid cash. Yeah. Not for our house. (laughs) Oh, no. For our wedding. My wedding ring. And ring and (laughs) vacations. And And it's really beautiful. Yeah. So it's just attainable. You set your goal and then you work towards it. It's just when you're, if you're not on the same page, like if, I think you secretly want this actually, but like if I want to be a stay-at-home mom and I didn't, and I had no, I didn't want to work anymore and I just want to stay at home, that would completely change oh, what we're working towards oh, right sure. now. For sure. But if that's what I wanted to do um, and I never told you, and I'm like, I just got pregnant. I was like, oh, by the way, I'm not going back to work. Probably at the time yeah. would have been like, woohoo! 
<laughs> hard one to swallow right now. But now, if I was like, I don't really feel like doing this anymore. Are you asking me? No. That's scary. That's <laughs> no. But you have to be on the same page. Well, yeah. Obviously, you came up to me and said, I don't want to work. We'd have to make something. We'd have We'd to, have talk to about adjust it. our goals. And, but uh, we, yeah. But we wouldn't really have to adjust our lifestyle too much. No. Just our goals. Yeah. Because we live pretty modestly, actually. I think so. We do. We live in our same house we bought us. 11 years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Our first house. But that's just us because we, you know, that goes back to how you feel about money. Mm-hmm. And some people want to have all these big things. I mean, we are building a house, a second building home. Building a custom home, yeah. Um, for our, our second home. But we made a choice a while ago. Like, we're just going to, this is fine. We don't need to have a big thing. There's other things that are more important. It's about figuring out, like, writing your list of what's important to you and what's important to your spouse mm-hmm. and then putting them side by side. Like, what really aligns with each other mm-hmm. and, and making and sure. It's, and it's not easy. You no. work at it. I mean, some it, of the conversations um, aren't very much fun. No. And. Some of the months and weeks and, you know, are not very much fun, but. Oh, when you're budgeting for it? Y- yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not, you know. You have to sacrifice. It's not, it's not hard. It's not, it's not rock science to save or be on a budget or have goals. It's a you choice. You just got to set your goals and, and, and not budge on them and keep, keep pushing forward. You have to sacrifice the, like, immediate, you know, fun factor or whatever that thing is that mm-hmm. you want right now, the immediate gratification for the long-term goal. Yeah. And still, still budgeting to this day, right? I mean, yeah. Oh, still have to keep up. You're always budgeting. It's just your budget changes as your income changes. Yeah, I want to spend a month in Atlantis, but that's not gonna <laughs> probably not gonna happen. <laughs> no. Nobody wants to spend a month in Atlantis, I Randy. I totally will. It sounds like a like a mystical place. I want to take a year off and hit hit the open road. Are you gonna Are you gonna homeschool our kids? Sure. You are. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> it's a goal. It's let's, wait, let's wait till they're out of school. This first. is one of the ones that you put on the list, and then we lo- and I'm like, oh, it's a bucket. That it's more doesn't of a, line it's up. More baby. of a bucket list. <laughs> I think she gave it a thought goal. there for a minute, like really process. That I was like, well, I can work remotely. We can have one of those pop up vans, you know. All I could five do a summer. A, dog. I, a pop up van. Yeah. So, solar, so solar panels. You always go backwards. Like you have this goal. Like I want to go to Atlantis, which is like for a month, which isn't nobody does that for like. Yeah, a we'll week. drive our van to the East Coast and hop a boat over. I can't. You can't. Like, I love you. This is it's fun. It's so good to talk all the time to your spouse. Make sure you're on the same page. Thinking a motorhome if we hit the all open right. road. No, I really don't like money, actually. Actually, you know what? I think it's, why can't you say it? I like money, too. Not a bad thing. There's like this whole like, <gasps> don't be rich. Don't talk about being rich. Don't talk about having money. Well, I, I think about. like for us, I feel, I feel like we're in that position where we, are in, in stride of our goals. We do see them, mm-hmm. and we're we're in stride. We're like, in stride, but we're still growing. We're still going uphill with our goals, right? Oh yeah. For for me to ever plateau, then that means you're like you're dead, right? I mean, I hope not. I never want to stop growing financially, and personally, and I think you stop happiness. growing financially. Well, happiness for sure not, but like financially, don't you sort of stop growing financially when you retire? Kind yeah, you of. still you still have. Some financial goals, I'm sure. You just don't want to, okay, I'm done no. earning. I'm going to go spend all my money. No, I think that's exactly <clears> what <throat> you do. Can't you? Uh, of course. If that's... I mean, we would have, I mean, hopefully you have like other residual income and other things. But like when you retire, it's like what all that we're working towards right now is retirement. Right? Yes. And a lot of people's retirement maybe is really far off for us. We're hoping it's not that far off. Give me 20 years. 20 years. 
56. 56. You got it. And that's my, my goal is 55. That's a personal goal I set for myself. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, I spend as much money as a week on that goal as I can. Saving, you mean? Saving, yeah. yeah. That's important to me to actually, you know. Work, well, your job is laborious, and it's always been, I mean, that's the other thing about your job is that it's physically demanding, and you have, you know, been talking about retirement for a long time, and we're only 36, but, you know, it's a goal of mine, too. I mean, we've had mm-hmm. goals that, like, hopefully um, we actually can put some things in place, which we're working on, that you could even retire from your current employment yeah. early, like in your mid forties, mm-hmm. and then do something else for the yeah. remaining ten years because you can't be a stay at home dad when all your kids are in college and high school. So I, I told you. I think you can. I mean, what? We'll go play some golf. You so that means you're just a golfer. Yeah. But you don't make money out of you just spend money. Drive the golf cart. Yeah, my ultimate goal is to save as much as I can to retire and live the good life together. And live the good life together. I mean, that's. Cannot wait for that. Sacrifice now to benefit later. Absolutely. But the the whole in a nutshell is make sure you're talking to your spouse. Make sure you guys are on the same page. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, there's talk big to your wives. Talk to your wives about money and who what whoever's role it is. You know, sometimes the financial role lies on the man or whoever's. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. For us, I'm good with numbers. But you're really good with numbers too. But I handled stress better than you. Oh uh, yeah, I agree. So I just like naturally fell on me, and mm-hmm. I'm organized. And so I've just handled that. But over the years, you've gotten more, way more involved. I mean, on all our big financial decisions, they're made together. Mm-hmm. We go to the financial planner together. We have the same goals for, you know, we know our finances stand. There's no secrets. Mm-mm. Like all the accounts are listed. No one, there's not some secret credit card or something. It's like, here's how much cash we have. Here's how much we have saved. Here's what it is. Mm-hmm. I this think is that's our projected income. Is our projected out? Outgo for the outgo. month. It's just clear as day because I think in some of the things we did fight about before was because we were trying to like shelter each other from like things we were spending money on. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden it was like, wow, we're spending, we need to stop spending money. Yeah. Like when I did side work, it was like, Hey, half is mine. Half is the house. No, that takes me off. Which in hindsight, was it really the right way to go about it? But, uh, no, that'd be like me, but, uh, half my commission's mine and half is yours. Like I think we've changed a lot in the past 10 years for Uh. sure. (laughs) Just be a now all of my money is yours and all yours is mine. Doesn't that work out so beautifully for yeah. you? Yeah. So now that I'm making more money, <laughs> I'll it's give all you yours. everything that I have. <laughs> oh, babe, it's a good thing you're so pretty. Okay, but you know the one thing I do think is has really helped our relationship is that I don't rely on you financially. Like I don't need no, your you money, um, and and you don't need my money. I mean, if we want to have this lifestyle we have, then we mm-hmm. need my money. But we, you don't. I don't need you. And I think as a man financially. Is that like a good thing or a bad thing? That's hard to hear, but I think it's a good thing for you. I mean, no, but I mean for us because we choose each other. We like, do. I'm yeah. not in this marriage. We're not because leaning I on each other financially. Not at uh, all to provide for each you know, other. Yeah, we're a complete partnership. Yeah, which makes it easy for us to not fight about money. Totally. So, and that's just us. That's just our scenario. But it's good. It's good. We fight about a no lot complaints. of other things, yeah, and we'll talk about plenty it later. other topics. We'll get them on the next one. <laughs> All right, that's it. Money, money, money. Money. Save it. Love you. Love you. This show is brought to you by the Riley Home Team with Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation. 
For those of you who don't know, I run a successful mortgage business and have had the privilege of helping thousands of families finance their dream home. It is so crucial to have the right team assisting you, not only so you have a great experience, but more importantly, that you're making a sound investment that reaches your long-term financial goals. We have become one of the top mortgage teams in the Northwest by providing the highest levels of knowledge, expertise, and service in the industry. I always say you only know what you know, and because we've done it all, we know a lot. If you want to talk to anybody about financing, I'm your woman. You can find out more about my mortgage business at RileyHomeTeam.com. Sarah Riley, Senior Mortgage Advisor, NMLS 180007, Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation, NMLS number 2289, is an equal housing lender. This is not an offer to enter into an agreement. Not all customers will qualify. Information rates and programs are subject to change without notice. All products are subject to credit and property approval.